We are halfway through the year and it is time we check in with our money with these eight steps coming up in episode 145. Tired of the traditional money advice? Me too. Bienvenida. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast. Join me each week for down to earth money conversations that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. And you will probably learn some Spanish along the way too. Lista? You ready? Empecemos with. Let's get started. We are back for a fresh new season. It's season eight. Bienvenida. This is Jen Hemphill, your host, and I am thrilled to bring you on this journey with me. If this is your first time listening, you are in for a treat. If you are back listening, please accept this virtual high five. You ready? There it went. Now, I hope your summer has been going well. I hope you're keeping cool. I know here in the D.C. area, it's been extremely hot and humid, and those two are just dangerous for me. Now, today I am kicking off the brand new season a little differently. And if you enjoy this episode, we can do a repeat. It's just an experiment. So what we can do, if you enjoy it, we can do a repeat at the beginning of each season. So you'll have to let me know what you think. Now, because we are halfway through the year, what I thought it would be good is to do an overall check-in with your money situation. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to take a look at a sample situation and we are going to dive a little deeper into the situation with these eight essential steps that we have to really check the progress. So you may resonate with this particular situation. So if so, just kind of follow that guidance. And if not, if your situation is slightly different, you can apply your situation to these steps. Before we do that, I want to do my weekly shout out or La Mención Semanal. And this week, I, I've mentioned her before as a thank you, but this week I want to uh, recognize and just acknowledge and give thanks to Georgia, who is a co-host of the podcast, a very popular podcast called My Favorite Murder. And for the murderinos listening, and I'm not sure if I even said that terminology right, uh, welcome. I really appreciate you, Georgia, for mentioning my podcast and uh, just uh, recommending it because we have definitely welcomed a lot of people to our community. So I appreciate that. So let's get to it. You ready? So here is the situation or the sample situation. Actually, this is an actual situation. I won't mention names. So if you are listening, you'll probably recognize this. And in this sample situation, the person is budgeting, right? So let's say you are budgeting. You are working hard. Really, the, your main focus has been to pay down your credit card debt. So you've been working really hard at it. A big chunk of your paycheck, each paycheck that is goes to your credit card. You feel that your relationship with money is questionable. You get paid twice a month. And right now your motivation is knowing that you're going to get this credit card paid off by October. And also that you're also starting to look at the next thing on your list, which is student loans. All right. 
Now, here is the problem. Right now, the problem is that there's not enough. You're taking a big chunk to pay for credit card debt. The big problem is that you don't have much money left over for just daily living. So you may just make it for the groceries, you those type of things, but you're really doing a lot of penny pinching. And uh, what your another problem is maybe not necessarily putting enough uh, aside for necessities because you're putting a big chunk of it towards your credit card. So if we were to take this example or this sample situation, going to share with you how to check your progress, or I call that in the title, the mid-year shakeout. So I'm going to take you through eight essential steps that you can take yourself to check your progress. Okay. So step number one is really look at what's going on. Look at your progress. In this situation, the focus has been paying the credit card debt off. And this situation, the debt payoff is going to be in three months in October. So that's your progress. Your progress is you've almost, you are almost there. You have three months to go. So in your situation, it might, maybe it's not debt. Maybe it's putting away more for savings. Maybe it's building up your emergency account. Maybe it's being consistent with uh, your budget. It may be different for you. So just look at your progress. So if it's maybe consistency with your budget, maybe it's how many months have you been consistent with your budget, right? Versus before. So that's just the first step is look at your progress. The second step is to write down or list down anything new that you implemented. Maybe you uh, started using a software for your budget. I know there's uh, been talk in the community about YNAP, you need a budget. Maybe you implemented that, or maybe you're using Mint and before you were just using a notebook. So what is it? List down anything new that you implemented, or maybe it's not about tools. Maybe you started using a system, maybe you started using a cash envelope system to pay for your groceries, for example, right? Whatever it is, list down anything new that you implemented. Then from there, step number three is to make a list in the past few months of what has worked and what has not, new and old. So from that, the things that you implemented, whether the tools or the systems or something that new that you tried, as well as everything that you've been doing in the past, okay? So you have to make a list of what has worked. So in this example, paying off debt has worked, right? Because this particular person is going to be done with that credit card debt in October. And what has not worked is would be not having that extra money for fun or a little more grocery shopping, right? So that's what's not working. Right. So for you, you need to list what has worked and what hasn't worked. Then what you're going to do from there with step number four is you're going to take that list of what hasn't worked. We're going to focus on what hasn't worked because if it's working, just keep doing it. Right. And you're going for each of those items. It may be just one. It may be more than one. Depends on you. You're going to ask the following question. Why hasn't this worked? So in this example, what has not worked is having enough money on a monthly basis just because a a big chunk of the money is going towards debt. So in this scenario or this example, you would consider A, revising all your expenses and make sure that you have not 
forgotten any, right? Because sometimes we tend to do that, especially when those expenses don't come on a monthly basis. It's easy to remember those bills that come on a monthly basis, but those expenses that we don't spend on every single month, we can forget really easily, right? So revise those expenses, uh, make sure you have not forgotten any, okay? Then for this example, so you revise your expenses, make sure you have not forgotten any. Then you wanna make sure that all those expenses are plugged into your budget tool of choice, whether the spreadsheet, whether your notebook, whether YNAB or Mint, make sure that you include those non-monthly expenses. So how do you include those non-monthly expenses? So for example, these, and let me give you an example of a non-monthly expense. Could be travel, could be gifts, could be going to the salon, but that may be a monthly expense for you, right? It all depends on the person. So for those non-monthly expenses, let's say gifts, I'm just going to use gifts as an example. You're going to estimate and see how, and even if you have uh, repass receipts or you from your memory, you have an idea of how much you've been spending on gifts, add, add that up for like a year and then divide that by 12. That would be a monthly number. So let's say um, that monthly number, maybe $100. Maybe you spent $1,200 uh, in a year. For Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Gifts, right? Whether for Christmas, any holidays, birthdays, whatever it is, anniversaries, you you name it, maybe that's what you spent. If that's the case, if you divide that 1200 by 12, you come up with $100 a month, right? So then what you're going to do is you're going to take that $100 and you plug that number into your budget. Because what's, what's important is that you want to know what your bottom line is. And your bottom line is your, ex, uh, your income minus your expenses. And sometimes what we do is that we get paid, right? We have that income coming in. We pay our expenses. We're not really sure. We don't know what our bottom line is. And when a true bottom line number includes everything, right? And that's where people have a lot of trouble with their budget is that their bottom line number is not their true bottom line number. It doesn't include everything because we're forgetting to include those non-monthly expenses, okay? Then, so we've reviewed the expenses. We've made sure that all the expenses are there. We've made sure that all the expenses, um, the number, the dollar number is in the budget, right? Then um, the other thing to consider for this scenario is in this scenario, you have been focusing on really paying off that debt. So you've been putting a big chunk towards that debt. So if the things that you just did, reviewing the expenses, making sure that you know your true bottom line number, if that still is not enough, meaning that bottom line number may be in the negative, uh, meaning you are overspending, right? The money that you're spending is more than you earn. Then maybe what you can consider is really shifting for a little bit and the possibility of just paying a tad bit less on your debt, even if it means paying that credit card debt or adding another month to what you expected, right? Now, that all depends on how much you are lacking or how much you are needing extra. And that's why it's really, really important to consider that true bottom line number, okay? So that's actually a bigger step. 
So that's step number four. Then uh, step number five to check your progress is compile all your wins in the, for the past few months. What does that look like, right? So if you haven't been writing down your wins, I encourage you to start writing down those wins. If you have trouble thinking of wins, I challenge you to really think of what those are. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I've paid off a credit card uh, this month. It can be that you started paying extra towards that credit card or, and it was more than the previous month. You see what I'm saying? So the win, you determine what that win is, but make sure that you find a win. It can be big or it can be small. Really the point here is to acknowledge the progress that you're making, acknowledge the commitment, acknowledge the actions that you are taking, okay? Because if we don't do that, we don't really get excited and motivated to keep moving forward. So compile your wins is step number five. Step number six is to review your recurrent thoughts that you have had of money. What has improved? What is still lingering that doesn't serve you? This is the time to be truly real with yourself. So what has come to your mind on a consistent basis about money? Or is there a lot of thoughts of, we can't, I can't afford this, or I'm never going to pay off this debt. This never seems to end. Or is it, I, I just can't get the hang of budgeting. Or is it, we never have enough money. What are those thoughts that continue to pop up in your mind? Okay, that's really, really important to think through that and write them down. Write those thoughts down. Don't judge them, just write those down. Now, if nothing comes to you at this time, because maybe this is something new to you and you're like, I have no idea, (laughs) then what I challenge you for the next week to be more present with those thoughts and write those thoughts down with no judgments. If one day you're feeling down and you're, or maybe you're stressed and you go to pay a bill and you're seeing not much money in the account left, think about what's going on in your mind, right? So write those down, no judgments, just have a list of those down, okay? So that way you know for the next time, are you still having those thoughts? Has something improved? What is lingering that doesn't serve you? So that's step number six. Step number seven is to really take a look at your goals. Are are there any changes that you want to make on the goals that you're working on? Or are there any new goals that you want to add on or start thinking about? So in this example, she knows that I say I have been saying she and I've been saying you. This is <laughs> for this example. Uh, she knows she will be done paying this credit card debt in October. All right. But due to the lack of that tight budget or that lack of extra money that she's needing, she may revise that goal and maybe pay instead of paying it off in October, maybe pay it off in November or December, right? So that could be revising and changing the goal, all right? Or another thing to consider any new goals that you want to add on. So since she knows that this credit card debt is going to be paid off soon, she's already starting to consider her student loans, right? So that's an example of that. So that is step number seven. And really step number eight is give yourself a pat on the back, flex those muscles, take a moment to feel good for what you're doing, regardless of where you are at, right? Maybe you're not where you want to be currently. You have to remember you need patience, you need confidence, 
and flexibility throughout this journey, day in and day out. With those three things, you're going to really persevere and you're going to make it. Without those things, it's going to hold you back. So you need patience, you need confidence and flexibility. All right. So those are the eight steps. This is something that I'll recommend that in addition, you, you want to be checking in with your money on at least, you know, a weekly basis or really bare minimum on a monthly basis. But this is an overall check into your goals and your progress, right? So it's not just to see if you're on budget, but it's really an overall picture of your progress. So these are the A steps. So I hope that was helpful for you. So let's just recap really quick the eight steps. So the first one is to review your progress. Step two is what new implementations you have made, whether it's tools or systems. Step three is what has worked and what hasn't, new and old. Uh, step four is why hasn't it worked? Those things that have not worked, address why hasn't it worked. Step five is to compile all those wins. It's just a feel-good moment, right? Step six is to review those recurring thoughts that you have on money and really assess, are they helping you <laughs> or are they not serving you? Uh, step seven is the changes on the goals. Do we need to make some changes? Do you want to make some changes and revise those goals? Or do we have any new goals that we want to start thinking about? And step number eight, the final step is just to give yourself a pat on the back, flex those muscles, and take a moment to feel good and acknowledge that you're taking action. So if you like this and want this repeated again at the beginning of the next season, let me know via email or in our Facebook community. What I'm envisioning here is that maybe each time we do this, one of you sends your situation as an example, and I will take that example through these steps. We can tweak how we do this as well. Just let me know your feedback. This is just an experiment to really help you and to remind you, hello, you need to check in with your progress, right? So today we went through this process that allowed you to gauge your money situation and your progress. And to ensure you stay on track and be in the game, just make sure that you also grab my daily money ritual. It's a simple worksheet that helps you consistently be in the know on your different aspects of your financial life, some of which we discussed today, like your current thoughts on money, your wins, the areas that you need to focus on. And I have a free copy waiting for you over at jenhemphill.com forward slash ritual. Next week, we talk to Joel Larsgaard, who gives up some crazy cool tips on saving money. And he definitely should know as he is the producer for the Clark Howard show. So I'm really excited to share that interview with you. So that is a wrap for today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. You can check out the show notes over at jenhempel.com forward slash 145. And also don't forget, if you love this episode or if you love this podcast, please do share with a friend or a stranger as you never know the impact it will make in their lives. Again, thanks again for listening and we will talk again next Thursday. Hablaremos el próximo jueves. Ciao.